Welcome to The Kitchen Table, a podcast about where business is done. So pull up a chair and join your host, Ken Baden. All right, welcome back. This is part two at The Kitchen Table with the one and only Sean Pollard of the Elliott Group, the Elliott Army. Sean, welcome back. Dude, I'm honored to be here at number two. I'm excited for this, man. I actually um, took the time to put some notes together for you instead of just going off the cuff. So I'm ready to do this. Yeah, last time we, uh, I think we had a few bullet points, uh, hypothetical bullet points, and we just kind of went right off the rails, which is what I was hoping we would do anyhow, because, you know, you put two two type A's in a room and guys full of energy, and I feel like that just pops off. So I'm really excited. I know you have some really, uh, I don't know about controversial, but let's oh, see. God. Look at this guy, dude. We're here, baby. <laughs> hey, today. We're down here crushing it, Kenneth. You better be too. Come out, baby. Have you met our twins? I have not met the twins, man. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, you got to reach out. What's to up, that? man? This is What's up, brother? How you doing, man? That's one half of the twins combo. That's a half. That's yeah. it, dude. I don't know who's more handsome, you or Sean, but you guys are freaking doing it right now. This is like the world's most beautiful man podcast or something, dude. Let's well, go. We've got, you know that they say we've got faces for radio. So, but fortunately we get a little bit of this content, but you're too kind, sir. Too kind. They move, man. That's a, um, that's something else. The twins or something else. If anybody can go find themselves a set of twins to work with like that, I highly suggest you pay them. Well, and that's the thing, man. I was thinking about that the other day when you mentioned the twins and I was like, you know, what are the odds that this fucker gets not one, but two high energy type A you know what I mean? Like you'd kill to get one of those guys on your team and you end up getting Andy and you get end up getting, you know, a, a pair. So kudos it's, to you guys. They were our clients for eight months at a dealership. They paid about 10 grand a month for the training and the digital platform for Mandy uh, for eight months. And then Andy saw it. We knew it. We, uh, we knew, but we wanted to see what kind of humans they were. So for eight months, they paid 10 grand a month. And all of a sudden Andy offered them a job, bring them into a company that not, was not making any money. Um, for to, to feed their lifestyle because they were balling in Colorado and they almost lost it all to come here. And wow. so um, they they maxed out credit cards, went through all their life savings, dipped into 401k before they built what they built within the Elliott Group. And they're seven figure earners uh, in the Elliott Group now. So it's powerful to see what they've done in the three years they've been with us. It's absolutely they're energy producers. You get around them. Their energy is infectious. Uh, they've helped me with my charisma. Uh, you know, I'm the serious down and in. They're like, dude, lighten up, bro. They're 12 years younger than me, and they're just a pleasure to have. It's good to have, you know, allies like that, but then brothers in the Army, too, you know? Yeah, man. I mean, I, I could see that their energy is real, too, by the way. They're probably always like that. <laughs> so they were studs, and and I don't mean to get off topic, man, but that's actually oh. like, so they were they were doing really well within their industry in Colorado. And then you got them to come over similar to yourself, or you guys got them to come over and take a chance and build something that wasn't making any money. And now you guys are all thriving. Is that, is that right? Yeah. So when you, when, when I say we weren't making money, I was making enough to barely survive. I left a GM job making about 300 grand. They were making 400 grand each in Colorado selling cars as the, the Mac bros was their brand in Colorado. If you go to the Mac, if you go to Colorado, everybody knows them. they're known now. And now they're known throughout the country through automotive because they, they run our automotive division. They're, they're the best at what they do. And so they had this lifestyle, penthouses in Colorado, driving McLarens, not McLarens, um, that Nissan uh, R something. GTR. Uh, yeah, GTR. They have a Mercedes S500, a Cadillac Escalade. Like they're living the life, right? 
And uh, Andy asked him a question. He goes, do you think this is your full potential? Are you living to your full potential? Is this what you believe that it is? I'm like, yeah, man, we're killing it. We're doing this. He goes, dude, you're playing so small. He goes, you guys are fucking twos to the 10. I believe I can help you become. But you got to come give it all up. And you got to come work for me. And they thought about it. And they did that. And they lost it all. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, they're spending their savings, maxing out Amex cards, trying to pay that off every month. And I just watched them. Because it's the same thing that happened to me when I started working with Andy just eight months prior. And they gave us their all. And that first year, we found they found themselves, man, new men. <clears throat> and now they've created a mini empire with their dealers. Uh, they have what? 1800 dealers alone uh, on their on their on their side just them right 1800 stores that pay them recurring money so they built that mini empire and then now they're getting into the entrepreneur space building teams and once you get them with your team they they literally they can get into your team jack everybody up teach them Andy's training cuz they are a resource a coach to Andy Elliott we teach Andy's training to your team and next thing you know you're up millions of dollars that's how it works with them. They fly all over the country. They're walk, rocking into dealerships, shaking up the fucking industry, walking into businesses and shaking up teams. And they're just a dream to be with. I'm glad we have them. So they're coaches and they've got, and they run the automotive. When you say they run the automotive side, the automotive sales training side, or I'm assuming that's what you mean. No, that's a great question. I'm glad you asked that. No, Andy's the sales trainer. Uh, that's how I'll, I'll break it down. I'm glad you asked. Andy's a sales trainer. They sell our digital platform with all of our automotive. So you log in, right? You have an automotive digital platform that you log into, get all of Andy's content and train. Okay. Well, they coach the guys how to make sure that you're getting the best out of Andy's training as coaches. So they coach your team on Andy's trainer. Andy's your trainer. We're just a resource to the man. That's how it okay. works. None of us are trainers except for Andy. Oh, okay. Yeah, none, zero. There's no trainers here except for Andy Elliott. The rest of us that have earned it, we coach you in his content. That makes sense. I mean, he has a proven method. You guys just go and reinforce it with the energy and the, and that, because that's so much a part to it. We were just talking about, you know, you were kind enough and this is an entrepreneur, personal development, sales driven podcast. We had a sales team training yesterday that you were kind enough to get Andy to hop on, which I really, really appreciate. Um, and, you know, that, one one thing that I was most arguably appreciative of, other than just his time period, because I know how busy the man is, you know, was a reinforcing principles and systems. And, and the, you know, I teach the guys in a very similar fashion. Like, look, you've got five seconds at the door. You got to get to the three doubles, who, three W's. Who are you? What do you want? Why should I give a shit? Very, very, very quickly. Right. Get them in yeah. yes mode. But the biggest thing was, man, his level of personal accountability, his energy reinforcing, dude, you're knocking on the door and you're sounding like that. What? What? You know what I mean? Like smile, big energy, got to do it. And I think sometimes people think that those things are bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like they do. And I mean, like, and so having a guy like that come behind and reinforce, like, arguably that's most important because if you, you could say whatever cool line you want, but if you say it, with the tonality of Eeyore or, you know what I mean? Like nobody gives a shit. And the done. problem with sales pros today, a big problem with sales pros today is they're, 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 um, they're measuring themselves to the standard of these fuckers around them. And there ain't nobody ringing the bell like us. And everybody you're around is, is subpar at best. The standard of everything that we do from service to sales to the way my fucking bank treats me, man. 
the standard has been lowered and then we've allowed it to happen. So for sales pros, I can control the standard. I can't control what B of A, Chase, and Wells is doing with my money. And that fact that I can't get a hold of somebody who has my money, I've accepted that shitty standard, right? But personal development, oh man, that's on me. Yeah, I don't have to accept any standard, but the best. So when I got my team or someone walks into this bitch, the den, and they have a face on them, I attack them. What's, what's up? Where you at? Don't be walking in at eight o'clock like that. Whatever you got going on in your head, go lead and come back and get a new person. And they do. So now I know I can rewire somebody to be in a positive state every day, no matter what's happening. I tell everybody, having a bad day. Did your mom die? Did your parents die? Did you lose somebody? Nope, haven't lost anybody. Did you lose a limb? Did you lose an arm, a leg? No, you can't have a bad day then. You can have a bad moment. You can fix that moment. Give yourself an hour, adjust, correct right? Get back into the state from a gratitude that you did in the morning and you keep rolling, man. That's why I'm not big on recognition for the work that people do. You have a standard, you get paid to do it. You need recognition for what we're paying you a good, a great living to do. Then man, you're in the wrong spot because it's expected to be great. You're expected to have a six pack to work here. You're expected to show up, deliver and be honorable to your word. And people don't like that, man. They, they fight it more than ever. Because society is a bunch of fucking losers and they've allowed mediocrity to creep across their lives and they don't even realize it. They don't even they don't even realize that they're living to 40% of their potential max when I meet somebody that's doing well. And then on top of that, Kenny, the CEOs that are making the millions, Andy activates something in them because they realize, holy shit, I'm playing small because they gave up that area of my life for this area of my life. And I didn't want to do that either, but you did it. And then you have to be on, we have to be rewi- rewired to believe differently, to get that shit out of your life because you realize, dude, I'm one, maybe two dimensional man. Something's always suffering in a high level producer that we find and we'll, we'll get, we'll get that shit out of you. So I just, um, I love pushing the standard of men and women. I want to see people be great. And your team yesterday, I could see it in their eyes on the zoom. Some of those men wanted it. They want it. They want it. So that's good. You got a good thing going there, brother. Yeah, there, there, there definitely is. Uh, I would say more than than not. Uh, are are very hungry. You know, especially the newer guys, man. Like they're at that point where once it clicks, because it, it takes a few months. Unfortunately, insurance restoration is just so complex. It's it's not just the doors part one, then filing yeah. the claim, then following up, then keeping up, then the follow up from the follow up. It's just you got to take it all the way through. That's the deal, right? It's a three month process, uh, and there's a lot to learn. But they're right at that point where it's like. But here's the other thing. If you don't get step one, you don't get to step five. You know what I mean? So I was really appreciative of that. And you said something, and I think that was where you wanted to go with your first topic, but correct me if I'm wrong. You said recognition. I don't know if that's what you wanted to talk about, but I also wanted to mention with the standard that you were talking about. That's so funny you say that because I've been beating that into my people recently, which is your standard, what you accept. If you accept anything less, you inevitably create a new standard a lower standard you know what i mean so you'd think it's no big deal but now that's your fucking standard man and it's lower so i refuse to compromise that but uh did you want to talk about recognition i think that's what we were talking about or what was your uh yeah no i think recognition because i talked to my team about it i recognize you i love you guys i appreciate everything you do now get to work i'm not going to recognize you every day I'm not going to recognize your hard work, your efforts. We're all putting in this. We have a vision for the Elliott Group, which is our brotherhood and our sisterhood that we've created of where we want to go. I don't need to recognize you every time you get us a step closer in that direction. Because if you if you need that, 
I'm not your, I'm not your guy. You're not going to like me as a leader because I expect it because I believe so much in you that I don't need to reaffirm who you are, what you're doing by recognizing your hard work. My team knows that I got Maria Bryson here. Their Kirby's are here. I got Chris in the back. I have uh, three or four more people here right now on a Saturday. I don't require them to be here on the weekends. That's a choice. Do I recognize them? Yeah. Are they going to get an attaboy on Monday for being here? No, that's the standard of the company. Not because it's not mandatory because my team can work from anywhere they want in the world and, and sell. But I love them being here because I love the culture, the vibe of the den. We're here. This has got a beautiful building. We work our ass off to get. So I love that. That's their standard. And my team knows I love them. They don't need to be recognized or have recognition for the records that they break. Now, do you see the Elliot's giving away Breitling watches like it's like going out of style? Yeah. My, my, my leader, my owner, they recognize the team's big wins with rewards of watches. And um, they paid off somebody's debt uh, two months ago that hit their goal. I think that's wow. special. But to, to get it every day for your fuel, that's like you need that dopamine hit and uh, reconfirmation or re- 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 yeah, reconfirmation for me to, um, to be that person. I'm going to keep going as long as I get recognized. That's a bad way to build your self-esteem. And then you're always looking for the dopamine hit. The dopamine needs to be stressed upon the, the grind, the length of the transition. When we start something to finish, it needs to be the dopamine needs to come from every day getting up and doing the work, not the spike when you get the, uh, the outcome you're looking for. And that's what people need to understand, man. This journey is my dopamine. Helping people, being on this podcast, that's the fucking win for me. Not when we do $6 million in a month. Not when we break a record for more dealers added than any time ever before in that week. Whatever that is. The dopamine is the grind, the gym, the eating right, doing great things, being honorable in my word, being rare. Because if you're honorable in your word, you're rare. You're a rare human. So if you're looking for recognition, dude, you're with the wrong team, man. You're with the wrong tribe. Go, Go get a state job. Okay, go get, you know, go get recognized at Chick-fil-A. Shit, they hire at 25 bucks an hour if you want to be recognized. But if you want to be a producer, an energy producer, making six figures, high six figures, going into seven. No, man, you know your job. You know who you want to become. Go achieve that shit and look in the mirror, lift up your shirt and say, I recognize this. I'm looking better. Andy used to go and grab my fucking fat every day. Still there, still there. Now it's not there. I don't get recognized because I went and got a six pack. It's it's the standard of the company, man. And people say, well, that's too much. That's no, dude, you guys aren't enough. That's why we're taking over. That's why his content's blowing up. That's why our team is on fire. And you can see it when you talk to them or you do a private coaching with one of my, my guys. They're qualified to take people to the next level because they're all making six figures or seven figures in their life. The wives work with them. You know, I have 13 couples that work here. Did I tell you that? Yeah, that's it, dude. To walk into all these offices and I see the wives of the men that I hired working here now—that's crazy. I don't even know how that 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 evolved. I've never it. seen that, but that's pretty impressive. It's wild, man. Well, because it's the design of the owners. They want family. They want your. We want our people immersed into the Elliott Group way, because then when you when you leave this right, you go home. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm talking great stuff about the company that you're building, not God damn it. I work for Kenny and this asshole. And then you tell that to your spouse and your spouse looks at Kenny like he's a dick. That's not good, man. And, and that all comes with not being recognized for the work that you're doing, but just being a part of the model that we're building. And so I think it's important that people know I love you. Get to work, you know? Right. We don't need validation here. It's just what's expected. No. It's the standard that we've set. I love that, man. All right. 
If you're listening to this, man, it's a, it gives you, if you're an entrepreneur and a young entrepreneur, it's, it's giving me a whole lot. I, I, my wheels are turning. So well, we can say, dude, I'll segue that right into the relationship aspect of the powerhouse that you build. It's everything. Okay. I got Marie and Bryson. I well, how Marie. do you build that? First of all, cause it might sound lazy to you, but I feel like a lot of, you know, I know when they're fighting. I know when all the couples are off. I know when they're fighting. I know when they got a riff going man, on. How do you deal with that? It's a standard. We don't fucking allow fighting. You can go out into the back and I can see it happening. You go handle that shit and you come into this den. You know who you are in this company. Well, what are the fights about? Fights are a little bit different because most of the people working here now don't have money problems. Okay. Yeah. So what are we fighting about? The adventure, the build. The husband tells the wife, hey, I'm going to get this built for us so we can do our podcast together. And the husband doesn't come through on his word. And the wife's like, where's your podcast? You said on this day it was going to be done. It's a different fight, dude. They ain't fighting about some peasant bullshit anymore. I tell you that. The modality that they're fighting on is high-level entrepreneur business stuff. It's crazy how we have formed these young couples by saying, yes, your spouse wants to work here. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll try that for the first one. We were scared. And then the second couple, yeah, go ahead and bring her in. And then my, my IT guy, he goes, I want to bring my wife. We said, yeah, she comes in, ends up being a powerhouse. And all of a sudden, what are they talking about when they go home? The greatness of the company that they're building. They're not going home and bitching about work, not going home and about bitching about the hours. The kids walk faster. The kids speak different. Their marriage, their love life, their the passion is there. I can see it resonating in all their offices when I walk by them. And I see all these couples, right? in the Elliott group working together, they're building their dream underneath one empire. It's the best way for me to describe it. And we allow them to, to work freely as long as they stick to the core values and don't you fuck with the culture of the company. Now, if we have people that are fighting all the time, that ain't going to work. That's going to be a couple right. meetings with Andy and Jacqueline. And then they, then they just, they aren't meant to be together, right? In, in, in a work environment, we haven't had it happen because it's very easy to change somebody to help them see a vision of a better life and an extreme version of themselves and understand, Hey dude, you're only a three to your 10. You think you're a nine. You're not You're dog shit, but let's work together at a nine. And then a couple working together to become the 10. Oh dude, I got unstoppable couples, man. It's crazy when they go out or when they go network and they go meet people and we're all whirling in with our Elliot gear and they're all couples and they all speak the same language in a different way. People are like, who the fuck are you guys? And it's bad, man. It's it's powerful. I mean, it's almost like you go against every conventional hiring method. Uh, not only hiring culture. I mean, the six pack thing. I saw that video this morning. I loved it, by the way. You're saying, you know, look, here's the bottom line, though. I mean, I could say unconventional. But what I do think the reason why Andy and the reason why you are as successful, you as successful as you all are and why the content is blowing up is because He's not afraid to say the things that everybody really wants to say and that everybody really wants to do and everybody really wants to have. Yeah, that's it, man. I would agree with you more. And then we talk about we talk about life openly with each other. You know, can you imagine any issue you have with your new marriage? You had a team that you trusted and your wife trusted to go get advice from that would give you great advice. Not, no, oh, man, she's being a bitch. Oh, my gosh. Can't believe your wife's doing that. No, man, because there's two sides of each story. What would you do, Kenny? Okay, yeah. what your wife, your wife did this when you did this? Okay, that's real brotherhood, sisterhood shit. Not just, oh, your wife's being an asshole. That's right. not how it works, man. Because I'm 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 a hard to deal with. My wife would have a perfect life if she didn't have me in it. I'm <laughs> hard to deal with, man. 
But now I got this energy producing woman that calls me out for all my shit, holds me accountable to be the man that I told her that I'm going to be. And now she's being a bitch. Get out of here, dude. It don't work that way. That's not right. And then once you start changing and doing these little things in your love life, what else, what else changes? Your money changes. Cause you, you, it's funny how a woman or a man who has a spending problem, who gets their relationship under control, you're not wanting to spend on materialistic shit as much because you got an internal thing going in, in your relationship. That's on fire. Reading a book together is, is the right thing to do. And it feels great instead of going and spending money to, to scratch some itch, right? Your love light, the passion in the dark, everything changes. My wife became a way better lover in the last two years than she ever was when we got together at 17, 21 years later, when the man, me, when I rose up to the king I was supposed to become and I started doing all the things I said I was going to do, she became a better person in the bedroom. She became uh, more passionate. And then all of a sudden she backs this vision. And now my wife runs the entire seminar, all the seminars and all the events. And so we're coinciding like one-on-one. When we first started, it was ugly. And he told me, fix your marriage or get the fuck out of my company. I was like, wow. Uh, well, I moved here to Oklahoma. He goes, yeah, you moved here as a married man. I hired a 21-year-old. I tried a 21-year marriage is what I hired because I saw that. You tell me your wife might not be along with this? Bullshit. Man up, fix it. Well, I got a lot of marriage advice from Andy and Jacqueline to fix that shit. And I was open to it. And my wife shed her own ego, threw it aside. And said, okay, listen, they're doing some high-level shit. They, they treat each other differently. And then my wife's ego got out of her way. And she listened to Jacqueline's advice on being a better woman for me while I was listening to Jacqueline's advice. Because Jacqueline called me a soft bitch of a man <laughs> the first two weeks I met her. And so that's the change. So you go ahead and put that all together, man. You don't, you, you don't have to recognize your employees for helping them feel good. They're working with their spouses. You're creating culture. Love life and passion's getting better. The design, the money's there, and you're changing the world we feel. That's, not, that's what we tell ourselves. That's our internal belief, man. Let's talk a little bit about, because I know you told me candidly, so I won't go too far into it, but I know you do, you, it's, I don't know if you officially do like marriage counseling, or but I know you, 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 you give people advice and mentorship, especially when it comes to that. And you always talk about the importance of, you know, how your sex life and, you know, your relationship kind of propelled you to that next level. And I think that, and Andy was talking about it yesterday. A lot of times when guys are, are shitting the bed, they've got something going on at home into the relationship, physical, whatever. But you specifically mentioned like, hey, sex life uh, and relationship and how it translates to sex. Can you kind of like give us a little peek into your uh, your world there, or your your expertise? Yeah, it's demanded that we have sex every day. I'll start there. Um, really? Yeah. I don't think we've missed a day in quite some time, if I'm going to be straightforward with you. And I have no Well, let's talk more about this, because I'm really interested okay. in this subject. Um, when you, How did you get that one to happen? Okay, because I thought my wife was a prude. She's not. By the way, I am not saying this, but if I have any case, any fiancés of mine are listening to this or anything like that, I'm just curious, genuinely, but let's continue. I'm very happy. Can we get a disclaimer at the bottom of this? (laughs) Um, So when you come to terms with yourself as a man that I was not a good man, I wasn't a powerful man. I learned how to make money, but I wasn't a great man with my leadership or my word. When you find this new person, um, the powerhouse is the woman. My wife is the only person that can affect my attitude outside of Andy or Jacqueline. Mm -hmm. My team screwing up, I don't get upset. 
this happened. It doesn't bother me, dude. I built this mind as a savage mindset for three and a half years. And I spent money doing it. And I've been with Andy. The only person that can affect me is my wife. She is a powerhouse. How did we get there? I started doing the things I said I was going to do. For years, my wife did not believe in me as a man because I would say, yes, baby, I'll do it. And I wouldn't do it. I got busy. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me make it up to you. Bullshit. Stacked that for 21 years. I had a woman who did not believe in me, nor the words that were coming out of my mouth when I told her I was going to do stuff. That's the simple truth. Well, all of a sudden, when she'd asked for something, I'd tell her no, because I had no intentions of doing it. We get into a fight. And then I'd say no again. We get into another fight. And every no led to a fight. The fights got less because she realized when I say yes, this dude does it now. He comes through with everything he's going to say that he's going to do. And then I had to have my wife along for the journey, which I begged for her. So I told her, baby, I need you to see something in me and believe in me and know that I will not fail this last shot. 21 years. I'm asking for the rest of our lives now. I was a boy that had gone through some shit, baby. That that's thank you for being there. You are a rock. God put you my my way for a reason. But now it's time for me to do the things that I need to do. And I manned up. I help with the laundry. I help with her gardening. Shit, I don't want to do. I don't want to do it. I don't want to load the dishwasher. I don't want to un- unload the dishwasher. Uh, I don't want to take out the trash, dude, at home. I don't. I have a sixteen year old to do that shit. <laughs> I do it. I started stacking these baby bullshit things that I started doing: the laundry, the gardening, the dishes taking the laundry out, helping her fold clothes, all that other stuff. And slowly, I started getting a new woman. I started getting a woman that wouldn't leave her hands off me. I started getting this passion and, and desire. And then she hits the gym really hard. She becomes this new person because I'm doing all that little shit that she loves because her love language is service. I didn't know that until two years ago. So now I'm doing all these little things, stackable events. I'm honoring my word by anything I say I'm going to do for her. I do it. I got a new woman. I don't know this woman. This new one. I feel like I'm cheating sometimes. And the sex required. It's every day. And it's not me either. It's her now coming on to me because I'm the man of her dreams. I asked her two years ago, Kenny, am I the man of your dreams? She said, no. She goes, I love you with my whole heart. But if I were to dream about a man, you wouldn't be it. Mm. Fuck. All right. What do I got to do to get that? And I started working towards it. And guess what, dude? It wasn't much. It's not a lot. It's the very little things that she expects to be done because that's her way of knowing I love her. I love you. doesn't work with her. I love you, Jennifer. Fuck off. Get out of here. Go show me you love me. And when I started getting that under control at the highest level over the last year, um, we've been unstoppable in the bedroom. She's leveled up her, her business uh, sense. She's become a better woman to the company, better woman to all the men and women around her. Um, a leader right behind Jacqueline when it comes to what kind of woman you should be to support your your high-end, high-pressure cooker husband, right? And then she knows how to wield me. She knows how to move me, man. And if she fucks with me, she knows. I can crumble his attitude in a heartbeat. She knows not to do that. She's been trained not to do that by herself. Like if she's on one one day, she, which they are every once in a while, and she messes with me, I'm done. I'm out. I'm going to go to the gym. Fuck off. I'm done. I'll see you in two hours. Get out of my hair with this. And she knows it. She's aware of it. So she doesn't do it. And that's the Mm. recreation of our marriage, man. And, you know, I don't give her recognition for the woman she's becoming either. It's expected from both of us. Our standards have been raised. And now we're chasing that 10 spot. We want to be 10s. My wife has completely recreated her body. 
her mind, the way she moves, the way she thinks, the way she spends. And um, I'm enjoying myself very much. When she started going, would you say that her transition into, so it sounds like, and correct me if I'm wrong, you sort of had to kind of like lead that charge. And I'm, you know what I mean? Like I started thinking about this myself the other day and I'm like, you know, I think I need to be a leader at home too, because I, one thing that I'm really attracted about my fiance is that, you know, she's an attorney. She's got, she's feisty and fiery. And I, as much as like, we might get into it. And like you said, she's got the same power with me, but I'm attracted to that. You know what I mean? Like if a woman that would just kind of like roll over or whatever, and never really push me, I wouldn't be attracted to, you know? And as much as it drives me crazy once in a while, once in a while, but like, I'm attracted to that because she's strong will. She's not going to just take whatever I'm saying. And like, no, if you're being an asshole, I'm going to tell you you're being an asshole. How important, A, does the man need to step up and lead? And what I mean is with action, not words, but like doing the little things. But also like, if you want to get your fiance, not your fiance, if you want to get your wife or in the gym and you're not in the gym, well, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Was it just you going and leading and going to the gym and then she wanted to kind of keep up? Is that kind of what happened? Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a good question. I'm glad you asked it. Um, so moving from California to Oklahoma, I, I gave her an option. You can come or you can go, or you can come or stay. There's no talking about this. I need to be with this dude. I just spent 30 days with Andy. He made me feel like I've never felt before in my life. And so she goes, well, we got the kids. We got this. We, we really need to talk about it. I'm like, here's the conversation. Get in the fucking U-Haul and we're going. Or you stay in California and I'll support you. But I'm going to go build this. She came. She decided to move to Oklahoma. That first year, she sat back and watched. Waiting for her husband to start drinking again. Waiting for my bad habits to flare up. Waiting for something because I'd broken her heart for 21 years, man. So she wait, waited for a year. Finally, I went up to her after a year. I'm in this better shape. I've been running five miles. I'm getting jacked. I'm like, dude, I'm going through the roof right now. Fucking on fire. I walked over to her. I said, listen, if you wait for me to crumble, I'm going to fucking leave you. You're not, you're going to be, you're not going to miss, you're going to miss this whole thing that we're building because you're sitting here scared that I might break your heart again. You're going to have to give me a fucking shot here because here's what's going to happen. I will leave you. And I will go find a woman that wasn't with me for 21 years that didn't help raise this man. And she's going to get the best of me, not you, the one who fucking deserves it. Wake up. Boom. Snapped her out of her coma. She immerses herself in the Elliott group build. She gets into the gym. She changes her eating. And wham, dude, I've been on fire with her for two years. Wow. That's so huge, that's man. There. Yeah. Because I've always loved her, man. She's a solid woman. And she can fight. I mean, fight, like literally bah, fights people. I watch her beat dudes, bro crazy at 19 years old i watched her melee this guy that was attacking me i was it was a crazy story i was getting jumped <laughs> three on one and my wife grabs this guy and cracks him and knocks him out to give me a two-on-one uh advantage at this point and i fell in love with her again like all these wild stories we have together are crazy but my wife's a fighter and now i'm asking her to fight for us at the highest level which is mentally spiritually emotionally business and really build our our our, our empire within the Elliott empire is what we're doing. And I noticed that, you know, just talking about everything you guys have going on, you hire couples, but here's something that I've noticed too. And we talked about, we touched on this last time and, and Ryan even said that Stuman, uh, when he, when he interviewed me for a coaching opportunity with him was, you know, yeah. Hey, I see you've got this fiance, beautiful fiance. And I didn't realize the importance of like how that's even like considered as far as like, all right, like what kind of guy is this guy? You know, he seems like he's relatively successful, but 
Is he a family man? Does he have a wife? Does he have kids? How important would you say that home life or really not just the home life being secure in success and how that translates to success, but how important would you say finding that partner is it kind of pushing you to that level? Because there's guys that are successful that are single, but most of the men that I follow most have that counterpart, that family, that drive that pushes them, it seems. Yeah. Because how important do you think that is? That's everything. Um, Brad Lee is very successful and his wife has her role. And he talks about it. I don't want an alpha woman. I want my wife to take care of me, take care of my kids, take care of my life. I want her to stay home and spend all the money you want. I'm going to go be Brad Lee. I don't want that. I want my wife and me to do this together because it's a challenge. We are so competitive with each other trying to win. That's fun. I've never had that. So now that I have it over the last two years, um, I, I want it very much so. Uh, I fired a guy, contract. Uh, he was paying me $5,000 a month. And he cheated on his wife. And I found out about it. And I fired him. I don't, I mean, I won't even do business with you. There's too many people that cheat. There's too many people that do that. I can go get a core group of winners out there in the business world, do business with them, know they're honorable at home and their relationships. And to me, that's a client I want to wrap and give all my love to all my newfound knowledge and how I, how I scale. I want to do business with that man. I want to do business with that woman, not cheaters, not losers, because the powerhouse of a foundation, the, the powerhouse is the foundational um, beginning of a relationship. Cause, so at any point in time, no matter how long you've been together, you can recreate. Go back to like the way you were in the beginning, model those great habits, and then you just take them to the end. Because people wouldn't leave each other if they treated each other like they did in the beginning. Right. So this yeah. wouldn't happen. So how, how important is it? I know that if you and your wife go to another level with how smart she is being an attorney, and you start talking about business, you start talking about the goals, the visions, the aspirations, writing it down together, bringing her on your journey, and she you, you go with her on her journey, you will become multi-multi-millionaire faster than you would if you keep doing it the way you're doing it now. Because you're built for more. You just need to see the vision. Okay, what does that what does that encompass? Like we have this couple's mastermind. It, it's going to be recorded. It's coming up on, on this Wednesday. I'll send it to you. Please do. Wait till you see these couples that have come back and their recreation over last year and the new group of men and women coming in. And we're going to show you a real couple's mastermind. We talk about sex. We talk about money. We talk about Pat. I mean, the dirty, bro. Get after it. And these couples are like shy and shit. Like, whoa, we really talking about this? Next thing you know, I got guys opening up, jumping on the desk. going, that's what I'm talking about. And their whole lives change because we're waiting, dude. We're like caged by society. We're not supposed to be this way, bro. We're supposed to be wild out of control, but also understand there's codes to this. There's morals to this. We got, we got to live by the ethics. And most of us men right now are just caged that need to be unlocked. And so I think the powerhouse of a relationship, it's everything moving forward, how your kids are raised, how, what kind of business are you going to own? Who are you in the community? What kind of person you are when your wife's not around? What kind of man are you when you're traveling the country and your wife's at home? It's everything. So the powerhouse that we built is backed on the relationships of our women. I know it because I know what Andy, I know what Jacqueline can do to Andy. I know yeah. how hard she pushes. Him. And so it's beautiful to, to see. And then furthermore, I guess sometimes, man, <clears throat> you need to see it to believe it. I've been watching Andy and Jacqueline do shit again and again and again that I'm like, dude, how are we going to do that? Okay. How are we going to do this one? How are we going to do this one? All of a sudden they mow through all these roadblocks. They've accomplished everything that they've ever said they're going to do. Well, what does that do for me? It makes me believe even more. I already believed in the man. I, I've been with him since day one. But now when I see it, I mentally see it. I'm like, holy shit, I can do, I can do it too. 
Right. I can have this life. I deserve this shit. If I do the hard work, honor my woman, I I got it all, man. I'm going to get it all. And so that's some men, they just need to see it. But believe it's in you. It's there for you to take over. That's why it's so important to get around to right-minded, like-minded tribes of people that can push you that direction because you can do it by yourself, but you'll get it done a lot quicker the right way with less mistakes if you're doing it with people that are just maybe a month or three years ahead of you, right? Wow. To answer that question, the relationships, it's my everything. It's my powerhouse. It's my source of energy. When I go home, I don't got a fucked up home. I got a loving home. I got sex. I got my 16-year-old who's my last child in the house who loves to be around me now. We're building this M3 he just bought. My boy just bought a 89 M3 or 96 M3. We're, 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 put, we're putting that thing together on late nights. Life's great, man, because I got my home cleaned up, you know? So it's everything. And yeah, sure. it's funny. Uh, I didn't think about this, and I don't know why, but. I work so hard at networking and to what you said, getting in the rooms that you don't feel like you belong in until you do and then continue up and so on and, and surrounding yourself with the right people and how that really can propel you. You know, you find a guy like yourself, for instance, I want to do what you all are doing, right? I've got the blue collar ballers group. I've got the podcast. I've got a, a remodeling company, but really what I'm passionate about is subsequently exactly what you guys are doing right I would, I would nothing more. We, we, yeah dude hack that shit and model it i i modeled stuman for years i like oh, dude stuman is what was like my dude i could not i was so excited that he even dm'd me back much less now that that it's just crazy first of all yeah. let's just touch on that because that guy i wanted to even get a dm back from him and now he's my coach i mean my life has changed so much in the last 10 months now because of stuman and his network and that exactly what i'm talking about now you and i have connected and i've been following andy's journey and now the guys that i've been trying to mirror i'm talking to on a regular basis and it turns out they're great people their morals and and all of the things that i hold high you guys are on the exact same page maybe even more so so i'm learning more from you guys because right now a light bulb just clicked i put so much emphasis on that but you've never considered like what about your home life i mean that's the people yeah, you're around everything. more than anybody yep and that's your that you're a young man or a young man going into a new marriage so she needs to come with you everywhere as much as possible she needs to be on the road with you she needs to be at the networking events with you at the events people like dude 24 7 my wife is with me 24 7 my wife is here downstairs working right now we're 24-7. That's when the shit guy goes, oh, I could never handle being around my wife that much. You're in the wrong fucking marriage then. Right. You ain't married to your best friend. I have three friends. Three friends. I have two, two best friends and well, maybe three best friends. My friends are Andy and Jacqueline and my wife. My wife is my best friend. Everybody else is family to me or an acquaintance, right? I, I'm very, very, very careful who I get on a podcast with. Very careful who I, I don't do this to get my name out there. I do it because you're the right dude to be doing it with. Everybody I've done a podcast with, you know them all, are great, honorable men. I don't do this for the notoriety. I do it for people to get some advice to change their lives, period. I will slow play my game because I know my end game. I know my long-term strategy. I'm just not out doing this for fucking get my name out into the world, man. I want the right, right people to see the message. I want to change some couples' lives. Oh, what you're saying about marriage counseling? I know I'm all over yes. the place. No, man. I, I asked two questions. I, you will never have to go to a marriage counselor. If you want to keep going back to the same bullshit and get some bullshit advice, 
from somebody that you have to keep paying because that's how they make money and you got to keep seeing them and keep seeing them. Dude, whatever. Ask yourself, do you want to make it work? That's the simple question. Do you want to make it work? Good. What did you do in the beginning that you're not doing now? You were nice to each other, you fucking idiots. So be nice to each other because you want to make it work and then outline the goals for her, the goals for him, and then make it a make it a process to give the dude the leeway he needs to hit his goals. Back your wife and her goals and watch you guys start slowly coming back together. But if you can't do that, there's no point in going to marriage counseling for five. Dude, this guy goes, John, I've been marriage counseling for five years. What the fuck for? Dude, get, get, get me on the phone with your wife. I asked her a question. I said, do you love this man? Do you want to be with him? You know what she said? What? No. Wow. No. What are you trying to fix? They're no longer together. They are both happy and they are both clients. And now when they meet each other at the seminars, guess what? They have shit to talk about. They're cordial. But they have both moved on. She did not want to repair the relationship. It's not for everybody. So why are you going and doing this? And she stuck it out for five years thinking it was her trying to listen to some doctor's advice about why she needs to do this or be this. She simply was done with the man. If you can't answer that question about yourself, am I done with my wife? Because I asked myself that. Do I want to be with my wife? Yes. Then go prepare it. Go, go, go rebuild. I asked my wife, do you want to be with me? I know I broke your heart, but I'm going to have to ask you to forgive me of the past. Do you want to be with me? She said, yes. We went to war. It's that simple. And then can you be kind like we were when we were 17? When we were 17, dude, we had a kid. We didn't oh, do wow. it. I was on my own. I got into the car business at 18. I never borrowed money from anybody. So we did it our way 100% of the time. We had a blast. We were constantly camping, moving, going places at 17, 18, 19, 20 in the car business. And all of a sudden, I have this rigid frame about me to 21 years of marriage. Like I'm beat down, bro. That's just bullshit. It's not real. It's not real. So, yeah, do you want to be with that person? That's an honest question. Can you answer it um, with the truth? Yes, I can. I do want to be with Okay, great. Well, then let's do this. Let's go back to remember. Let's go visualize who we were in the beginning, what we do. Let's start doing some of that and then align our goals together. Because you have your goals. She has her goals, right? Right. Right. Do you have to change who you are to give her some space and time to achieve her goals? You have to support her. So you probably have to sacrifice a little bit. People don't want to do that with each other anymore. I have to sacrifice for my woman to become the woman that she wants to become. I can't expect her to do these things and be like, no, you can't do any of that. That wouldn't work. So now I sacrifice for her. She sacrifices for me. I serve her. She serves me. It becomes a game of who can serve each other the better. And all of a sudden you're on fire. It's that simple. So encouraging, man. And I love this. This has probably been, I mean, again, if you're not all of this, all of this plays so much into personal development and success as he's talking about, because it's everything. It's not just a little bit, it's everything, especially, and if you're not in a relationship, you can still take a piece of this to your next relationship, right? Um, Yeah. Well, here's a good one. If you're not in a relationship, go become elite. I guarantee you men right now, 18 to 50 single. If you took the next year and just shut out live for a year and went and became the most elite version the tell you're chasing now, you won't be chasing that in a year. You'll you'll level up and you'll expect a better class of woman to come into your life. I can wow. tell you that right now. You ain't chasing the same ass you're chasing right now. And a year later, if you recreate, you read, start opening the Bible, the Bible for knowledge. Just want to put that out there. And that's all you took it for was the business aspect and knowledge. 
read the Bible. I read the Bible. That's why I, that was probably one of the biggest transformations is reading those, reading the Bible. And then I would go Google it to understand it. That's <laughs> all I had to Some yeah. I understand. So now you start doing that for one year. You ain't chasing the chick at the bar anymore. Cause you have some self-esteem or you have some self-confidence and you have some self-respect bar relationships, never go anywhere. You're going to look for somebody at a networking event. You're going to put yourself out there in a different way. You're going to align with different men and women. If you go dark for a year, if you're single and recreate this human, you're going to go find a badass relationship with someone that's going to floor you. And that's what you want. And that's what everybody really wants. Everybody believe. I mean, you can say what you want in terms of wanting to stay single, but I, I, I told myself that lie for a while. You know what I mean? And really it was just, uh, I was afraid, you know what I mean? And even with this, it's just, uh, but to your point, man, you level up. And as you level up and build yourself up, your standards get higher and literally your standards for everything, including the type of woman that you're seeking. And so for me, I'm I'm happy actually in that, you know, my age and in my mid to late thirties, like that for me, I feel like we're at a really good point where we're, we're both grown enough to where I feel like this is really a, a great time for us to like, I don't worry about divorce or anything. Case in point, we're going through a a prenup, but the prenup based solely on the business, right? And I'm doing that. Why? Because my wife is, my future wife is an attorney and she suggested it. She suggested it because she wanted to make sure that I felt like I could trust her. I just thought that was so badass, man. You know what I mean? Because I don't know what any of that means. But when I told my attorney, he was like, really? She suggested that. And I don't know, man. It's just stuff like that, you know, where she knows what we're trying to do at the business. And she's like, look, I understand you're accountable to to your people. And I want to make sure that they feel safe and that you feel safe and you trust me. And everything outside of the business in terms of that, uh, that prenup when the attorney wrote it up, because it was written with, it was some basic stuff, but it was terrible for her. I said, I don't care about anything else. You know, she was kind enough and professional enough and loving enough. The business end of it is all I care about. Everything else I don't worry about because I don't have any intentions of ever having that be the case. You know what I mean? So um, at first it caused a little strife, but really what it did was bring us even closer together. Like, dude, both of us were like, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like in the end, we're like, dude, we don't care. We don't care. We don't plan on going anywhere. Um, Just this conversation with you, honestly, man, is even just kind of, you know, because I'll be honest, I'll tell them myself this past week and I struggle with this. I I'll sit in the office and I'll confuse busy with productive. And so when I have a lot of things and I won't delegate because I like to be go, go, go. And, you know, I get caught up in that. And next thing you know, uh, you know, I'll try to do life in the morning and, and, you know, do my, do my affirmations and all my morning routine. And then I'll get done, like, you know, whatever, meet the bug guy in the morning and do that. Then I'll get in the office 10 or 11 if I had to that day, because I have to have some time to do something life related, whether it's, Somebody has to come and do some service to my home or whatever, right? Then I'm staying in the office though late. And so if I get in late, I'm staying late. I'm never leaving early because I feel like I have to. And then I'm getting home late. And then I said, it's like this cycle. And I did that all last week. And she's like, look, dude, if you want what we just talked about, which is a love life and you're getting home at, you know, 10 o'clock, that's not going to work out very well. You know? And I was like, I totally get that. You know, it's not, it's my fault. I get it. And that's, guess what? Next week. My ass will be on schedule firmly because I paid the price this week, you know? Uh, But it's funny you just brought that up, man, because I was like, I had no argument. I was like, you're right. That's that's beautiful, man. You're aware. You're a self-aware man. Hey, in the prenup, 
Why don't you both put in there? You both stay in great shape too. It's funny you say that because Ryan actually said that same thing. And I, Oh think, no shit. Yeah. I swear to God. Maybe I, I heard it from him subconsciously somewhere. I, he might, I, I don't want to speak for him and I'm not going to put anything out there, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's got something like that, you know, cause I actually brought I that think up. That's and, a real uh, thing. I think it's a very real thing. I mean, I could imagine like people fall apart. How many women do you think are right now love their hub husbands, but aren't even attracted to them? I know. Cause I know you can love somebody mm-hmm. and not be attracted to their actions and who they become. You know, I have family that I love that I not attracted to who they, who they become. How many women out there do you think that don't, they don't fantasize about their men? The overwhelming majority. Majority. How many women out there do you think fantasize about other men? The overwhelming majority. Mm, that's crazy. See, that hurts. When my wife told me I wasn't the man of her dreams two years ago, I broke my heart, dude. I started crying in front of her for the first time in years because I thought I was there. She's like, no, you're not. Honestly, she goes on, you're not yet. And I'm like, dude, I'm okay. I take that as a challenge. So when I think of women, women, my wife, not fantasizing about me, I don't ask myself, I wonder if she fantasizes about another man that would spin me out. Dude, I ain't going to ask that. <laughs> <laughs> but I know she wasn't fantasizing about me. And, and I want to be her fantasy. I want to be her everything. I don't ever want to let her down. And from there forward, I will build a badass life. The woman is all powerful. Anybody, any badass alpha who says, I don't need love. You're a liar, bro. Love is the foundation of everything that we built. Might not look like it all the time, but it comes down to love. Good people doing great things and, and with a great life, it's love. And so we want to be our power, we want to be powerhouses in our relationships. I want her to fantasize about me. I want my wife to fucking know I'm bringing it. I want her to know it. And I didn't have that for 21 years. So now that I do, I like sharing it because it's not talked about enough. And it needs to be. You guys got to fail together, win together, get in the gym together. It's, it's pretty cool when you start building this life. And I want everybody to understand what I feel. There's not too many men I ever talk to out of the gate. Say, oh, dude, now I can get better in my marriage. Oh, my wife's this. It's like, yeah, we're going to fix that. You want to fix your company? Not only are you going to get that with us. And we don't talk about that. We get you in, say, hey, boom, we're going to fix your money. And then once I get my arms around you as a business owner or a sales professional, I talk to you about your relationships and stuff, but that's not sexy to get people drawn. Right. Money's the catch. We're going to help you make more right. money and get your ass in here. And then we're going to go into all of it. And you don't know that you're getting into that when you go to do business with me. So, but it's pretty cool, man. It's fun. It's uh, also running a company this way. It's, it's, you know, I see these, another couple just walked in, Chris and Crystal. It's beautiful, man. I love it. That's gotta be so cool, man. I honestly admire the hell out of you for that. I mean, this is one of the better topics that we've ever had. We've gone again. It's been an hour. And that insane. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy, man. Doesn't even feel like it's been like five minutes. But yeah, I mean, like, yeah, great. It does. It only feels. Like- it's insane. I literally looked down. I'm like, there's no way. Uh, but I mean, honestly, man, the topic of relationships. And look, man, we, you know, beautiful thing is this is my podcast, so we can go all day if we wanted to. I don't know if anybody would listen to it, <laughs> but we uh, tell them the points. Yeah, tell them the bullet points to skip to because there's some stuff on here you don't want to miss. Yeah, do that. I'm telling you right now. This is such powerful stuff, man, because I'm getting so, you know why, you know why it's going as fast as, as it is, is because I'm getting, I'm genuinely getting so much out of this. And those are my favorite episodes, man. And I can't say that I've ever had anybody on where it wasn't like, you know, I, but, but there are some times where it's just, cause some people just go into to storytell mode, but there's just back and forth, genuine me receiving value. And so I'm sure, I'm sure the listener is going to be feeling the same way. And I, I genuinely hope you guys take this to heart, man, because 
I'm somebody who's getting ready to get married. And so this means so much to me, but I've got a lot to work on. I know, I, and I'm telling you that openly, like I've got a lot to work on, but I want to work on it. I want to work on it. I want to be better. I want to be the best version of myself. I want to be the best husband I can be. I don't want to be her concerned and she has no reason to be, but he's right. I intend to be traveling. My goal is by this time next year, I am doing paid speaking engagements in several, several, right? I'll take whatever I can get right now free, but, but bet this time next year, I will be keynote speaking. And when I'm traveling and when I'm doing the things, and I'm already doing that now, traveling all the time, she'll either be with me or she won't be worried about it. Try to bring her with you as much as possible on the traveling gigs. My goal with you. My goal is, man, is, and I know she's, I don't think she doesn't not want to hear this because she has very traditional values. And that's what another thing I love about her, but she's an attorney. And so somewhere in there is like that innate likes the challenge. But at the same token, I know she would be cool with, at the very least, when she has, when we have kids, she's going to want to be home with them at the very least for a little bit, yeah. at, very, at the very least. And so, and I'm, dude, I'm all about it. Um, and I would love to bring her in. That's the thing that I have to be honest about. I have been very, I started to, in the beginning, bringing her into the business aspect and I got very defensive because it was my baby and I didn't like hearing criticism or anything that was from anybody, especially that close to me. It was like a defense mechanism. Yeah. It's ego ego and fear. Right. So the more we're talking, I'm like, you know what, man, he's right. I mean, what a, what an asset as smart as I know she is. And she is representing us as a general counsel, but I could do so much more and she could be doing so much more. And how fun would that be to take that ride, including building up ballers in this vertical? And I look at her, I'm like, dude, babe, you're, you're, you're beautiful. You're an attorney. You're a brand in yourself, you know? And she's just hundred percent. I was just going to say that next dude read my mind, get her building her brand and her lifestyle brand. Right. Because she brings so much to the table. Uh, watch Jacqueline Elliott's brand. We're, we're building it right now. Watch her blow up. I'm telling you, yeah. man. And then you, you should be modeling that. Your wife should be doing it. Your soon-to-be wife should be doing that because she doesn't want to ever wake up two, three years from now and feel left behind. No. I no. Mean, you make and sure you, she comes with you now starting in the beginning. She comes with you now. She'll never in two, three years later go, well, you left me behind. You'll never have to feel that pain. Because that stuff that you can't, you know, you just don't get that time back, man. So bring her with you everywhere. Get on the plane, baby. Let's go. We're rolling. Yeah. I can't. Yes, you can. Make it happen for me and go. And then force her. She's traditional home values. I just want to stay at home. I'm going to raise. Cool. You don't have kids yet. Get your ass on the plane. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Because you will not regret. She'll never regret traveling with you on a business convention. Ever. Not one time. And then she gets to meet the people. Next thing you know, she's taking over the, some of the limelight. You're like, damn it. This is what I'm talking about. And you're getting her content. It's beautiful, dude. Take her with you, bro. Please. I beg people that are in your shoes, take your woman with you. Well, she, what does she? What value does she bring? She's right by your side. Unless she's ugly, leave her at home. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> joke, that yeah. joke. Oh, and I want to circle back to something, by the way, if you're listening to this, because he's absolutely right. And I've and she talks about this. My fiance talks about this. She says all the time. She watches. She looks at people on social media, and she's like, you know, she watches the woman. Or whatever. She's people watching. She loves people watching. Reminds me of my grandmother, which cracks me up because I love my grandmother. That was my everything. But anyhow, people watch her. But so she's on social media and she looks at some women and like she'll see a woman who's in really good shape. And then she's like, they're not going to make it. And she's saying she's saying that every time because she sees the dude and he's a fat slob. And she's like, there's no way. There's no way she's happy. She's working on herself. She wants to better herself. There's no way she's still attracted to that guy. 
the fast. And the slot. money, the money gets old. So if that's a money play, because she he had the money, and she, you know, right? She married him or is with him for the money. The money gets old when you're fucking dealing with a fat slob. There's so many Prada purses and nice cars and big houses that you can deal with when your man just ain't bringing it on that level. Because if it's just the money, it's not enough. It's not enough. You can't internally be okay with your self-worth if you're doing all that work and your dude's a fat ass. It just ain't going to happen, man. They're, they're going to take half or they're going to bounce. It always happens. And that's why it's key that they, I want to collide with somebody and grow. Well, you said it best. You said, you said, hey, putting your prenup that you guys both stay. And again, Stuman was like, hey, look, man, because again, I, I look at Stuman as a mentor, not just a coach. And I said, look, hey, what do, what, do you, what do you think about this? And he said, my best advice would be treat it as an operating agreement with a business, right? Like, what do you expect? What are the, hey, I expect that we take care of each other, that we maintain and, and take care of ourselves at a certain level and continue to do that for the rest of our lives. So we don't yeah. have what I just said happen because it happens, man. More than it doesn't. It happens more than it doesn't. One's going to get resentful if the other one's not taking care of themselves. Or if they both just fall off, you're both fucking miserable. Either way, you're miserable. Yeah. So why not take care of yourself and continue to push yourself? I don't know. I That's something that really sat with me. And, I, and I've talked to her about it. And fortunately, she's, she's vain enough to where she wouldn't you know, let that happen anyhow. But, you know, and I say that jokingly, but she genuinely would, wouldn't, you know. But it's important. It's important to me because it's not just like, oh, I want to look. I know how important that is to a relationship and I've seen, and she's been the one who's been like putting that in my ear, like, man, they're not happy. They're not happy. So I'm like, damn, I got to stay in the gym, dude. I got to take care of mine. But it's not just that either. It's what you said, doing the laundry, all those little things. This has been great, dude, really. Cause I'll, I'll think I got to stay in shape and look good. Well, that's great. But if she resents your ass because you're not fucking helping out at all and you're getting home late, like all last week, well, you know, that's only going to go so far too. Or if you have to get home late last week, does she stay up late? What special energy are you saving for her? What reserve yeah. are you going to tap into to make sure she gets that late night massage? Like, that's the shit that I do. People are like, well, what is it? It's really like the late night massage. I get home at 11. She's passed out. Um, I massage her. And that massage leads to sex at 11.45 at night. Yeah. She, you got it, dude. Who wrote the rules for this? I don't know. It's bullshit. Throw them all away. You know, she's done. She's out. She's snoring. And the next thing you know, I start rubbing her back. I rub her neck. I rub that, th- you know, rub her back and neck for 20 minutes. And that leads into the other great stuff. And the next thing you know, you're going to bed. You're both of you are going to bed after having an orgasm. You're waking up. You just feel better, man. A hundred percent. But people are like, oh, she's passed out. So I'm going to bed. 99%. She's passed out. So I'll just go to No, wake her ass up. Wake up. Well, I, a lot I of them like, like that anyhow. You know, I treat you like the queen you are, and I give you everything that you want now. I'm hyper-focused on who you want to become. I'm paying attention to your needs. Um, give her a massage, wake her up. But change your wife's perspective. Man. Men men don't want to do that. They just rather take a shower and cuddle in to bed and not take that action because, oh, my wife doesn't feel like having sex. No, dude, she does. She does. She just wants to have sex with a better version of you. That's not just. I was getting ready to say, if you're doing those things that you're doing, I guarantee you that yeah. that that can't hurt. I got some work to do, man. I got some homework, brother. I really do. I got some homework. I got. Unfortunately, this is a a show we did three weeks before my wedding, and so. Shit! Wow. Hey, well, that's cool, man. Congratulations on that. And yeah, hopefully your wife doesn't think I'm some crazy ass dude. But- no, dude. She's all about this shit. That's why I love her, man. Because she's right. She's perfect for me. She doesn't. And that's why she's perfect for me. Because, you know, probably any other one would. But that's exactly why she is perfect for me. She loves Ryan's content. She loves Andy's content. She loves yours. And there's not very many that would. And so she's and she's very smart, man. It's just uh, 
I love it, man. I love it. And I'm really excited, dude. I'm, um, this is a perfect episode for today. And for I'm me, honored. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to be your friend, bro. We got a lot of stuff to do in the, in the future. You know, a lot of we do. accomplish money to make lives to change. And so I look forward to that. Well, you said it you know. best. The last part, man, that's genuinely, man, what I'm working on right now is like, Ryan told me that my, my cause needs to, like, I need a bigger purpose, you know, because originally it was like hiring some guys here for the company that and giving them a safe place to work. He was like, yeah, that's great, dude. That's not big enough. Right. Like you got to go out and you got to give, right. you got to change everybody. You got to fucking, you want to be on stages. Awesome. That's a great place to start and help and reach a lot of people with your message, man. And you know, you want to, you want to do something major, start with ballers and, and you've got a blue collar ballers industry where, you know, you started in the sales industry, in the cars industry, start with what I know and continue to build from that. And I'm so thankful to you, man. And that even just this short time and what you shared with me and honestly, getting to watch you and the standards that you all have set have helped me immensely, man. And it's just really encouraging to watch men like that with the values and the core values and like, Hey, if you cheat and you're a scumbag, you're fat, all these things, man, that everybody really wants to say, if yeah. you're wor worth a shit human being, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's great to be able to be a friend to you. It's great to be able to watch you guys and kind of grow this thing together. I'm honored. I'm thankful. I can't wait to get down there. I already told Ryan I'm doing it. So that's done. We just need to pick a oh. date in October. I haven't forgotten. And, uh, and I can't wait to get down there, man. And apparently I'm going to fly out with Ryan in December and I will bring, it's not a question of, will I, I will absolutely bring some members of my team, but team, if you're listening to this, your ass has got to earn it. You already know what's up. So who's going, I don't know yet, but somebody's going right. Dude, that, that event is going to be wild. There will be, it's December 3rd. There will be yeah, shout it out, dude, December 3rd, Ryan and Andy, what else, what, what, what's the event called? It's in Arizona. I came up with the, uh, the, um, the name Omega Con, Omega, it means the end, right? So it's the end of the year. And who else would you rather go into the end of the year with and build for 2024? And Stuman's going to do Stuman fashion, build your machines, like get up there and teach you. He ain't speaking. He ain't yeah. going to come up there and motivate you and speak to you for, for, for an hour. He's got five hours with this man and Andy and an eight hour day. They're going to teach you how to build an infrastructure that they fucking built in eight hours. You can get the recording when it's done if you if you come to it. And then you'll have the infrastructure, the foundation, the cells, how to build culture, core values in eight hours. It's going to be an immersion like nothing that's ever been done before. I've been to all these other seminars. They're wonderful when they have 47 speakers. But what can you really take away? You're going to take away from a man who owns, what, 78 companies, 80 companies now? He's got like, you know, I don't know, 700 doors of real estate. And he's built a nine-figure company going on year four. Like, okay, how do they do it? It ain't motivation. Just keep going. No, man, it's tactic. It's how we built the core values of this company. And so those two coming together, December 3rd, I look forward to it. Yeah. You take that blueprint from December 3rd to the end of the year, and then you implement that in your company, you're walking into 2024 ready to fuck shit up. And I'm That's talking brilliant. all of it. So I was really honored that Suman said yes to that. Really pumped up. Um, I've been trying to get him on with Andy for three years. My dreams come true, bro. Like I got my two of my boys, two of my best, two of my mentors and and uh, guys that I look up to and I model in the same room together. I have an event for eight hours that I put together. I was like, dude, that's a fucking huge win. I could end the year now. Let's go. That so, is a huge win. I had no idea, man. That's fucking huge, dude. I'm that's crazy. I mean, I'm yeah. uh I when I saw that, I was like, dude, that's fucking so badass, dude. Hey babe, come here. My wife just walked in. So uh um, oh yeah, please do. Say hi, say hi to Kenny. This is Kenny, his podcast. 
This is my wife. She's the one. She's crazy. 25 years with me, man. The better half. She's beautiful, man. Look at this couple, man. We got to we gotta get a clip of this because this is a beautiful, beautiful couple here. 25 yeah. years. Dude, she, uh, she almost gave up on me one time. And I had to, yeah, 25 years this year. 25 years with my wife, three kids who got together in high school. And it's just been a while. But uh, I, I settled down into the right kind of mate. That was the key. And now she brings it. And it's cool, dude. Every every man wants this. I don't care who you are. You want this. No, you do. You got to yes, be a really do. good. You got to you got to step up your game because she can't step up in her game if I'm not leading the way. Period. Because we're 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 equals, but we ain't the fucking same, dude. We're not the same. Her role, my role. That's legit. But we're equal in everything else in life. But I have a role to play. So does she. And so yeah, 25 years this year. I'm actually getting married in three weeks. So this is an episode. Uh, thank you so much. This whole episode was kind of like relationships translating to success and building the best version of yourself. And then you end up walking in, in the end, like what are yeah. the odds of that? It. How important is the sex in the relationship with a man? Very. See, yeah. it's very important. Very. Say it loud. Very, very important. Yes. It's every, you heard it right from, from both now. So, yeah. I mean, not just a man's perspective that sex <laughs> is very important in your growth as a human being and love and bond and attention and attention. You know. And intimacy, I would imagine, right? I mean, like, and I, and you, that's what I, I'm so glad we didn't close out yet. Boom. You said something in the beginning. There was one thing I wanted to touch on before we do. You said her love language was X. She just brought that up to me recently. And I feel like that's been beaten in my head for some reason. Did you take that whole like love language test or like how important is that? I took her love, I took her, what she told me her love language, no test. I took what she told me her love language was. She sent it to me. I read it and I attacked it. I don't okay. know about the love language out in the world. She said, that's what I want. I'm like, okay. Well, she sent me the love. same thing. That's why I didn't know what the fuck that was. And she was like, hey, here's, and it was some kind of compart. I don't know. It looked like a test and maybe it is, but I was like, do I got to take this? What do I got to do? I don't, I don't know. It is a test. See, there you go. I had no idea. That's how you find out what's your love language. I didn't know, dude. Hey, brother, I didn't know either. So I was like, what the fuck is this? So I got a test and I got the fucking ending that she wants me to focus on. I thought, is that what you said? You're lovely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, she sent you the result, which is all that matters. Well, hey, this is my love language. Right? Give me the end. This is what you want. You want me to be this guy? What does this guy do? Well, he would help out with the laundry. He would help me carry the 10 pound or 50 pound bags in the, in the, in the garden and take out the trash when the trash is full. Do the, I ain't taking out the fucking trash, man. I got a 16 year old that has chores for that. She goes, no, you don't get it. When it's full, it needs to go out. That would mean everything to me. I'm like, Everything, everything. Oh, all right. Let's just try this out. Changed everything. That's Changed beautiful, it. man. And I just got sent that like two days ago. So I have uh, some research to do uh, at the end serious, of this podcast. Take it serious. And then make sure if you take the test, whatever her love language is, make sure that's her. So you did it right, right? So is this it? She was, yeah, pretty much whatever, right? I think that when but when I take mine, it'll tell me mine. She sent oh, me yeah. hers. She did the same thing she did. She sent me hers. She, and I just I just have to like I'm admittedly, man. I gotta yes, ma'am. I gotta go back and look at it and, yeah. and really study it because now you're making me feel like a total asshole because I didn't really dissect it. I can't just readily say I think it's act of, of service, but acts of service, yeah. There yeah. was uh there was one thing in there that was surprising. There was a, a little chunk of physical touch, and I was like, I, which I would love, by the way. I was like, hey, that's that sounds like me, mm -hmm. but I was surprised by that. So I'll go. I need to go back and study that. You guys have given me so much inspiration today, and I hope our listeners took from this because we're looking at two very successful people, a beautiful couple, and the success not only monetarily but 
Yes. Bedroom. If you're just coming on to this beautiful podcast, we're successful now. For 21 years, we just we lived together. Um, we're, we're the first 21 years were hard. We had a lot of adversity. Our boy uh, got really sick. Uh, my best friend, you guys, you know this. My best friend was murdered. She was in my life at that point in the dark, dark years. And so now, 25 years later, we're fucking balling out of control together. But that's only been the last two years. But we didn't quit. So doesn't matter how long you've been married. 15 years, five years, 30 years, you can change for each other uh, to become the best for each other. You can do it, but people got to want it. I wanted it. She wanted it. She didn't want it. We wouldn't be here because I wanted yeah. it. She, she's my rock. I just didn't know how to treat her. And she loved me, Kenny, so much. And she never got that love reciprocated back because I didn't know how to love her until two years ago. That's what was really crazy to me is like, dude, I love you. No, you don't. You don't, you don't even show me that you love me. You say you love me. But I had this feeling of love, but I didn't know how to love her. She gave everything to me. And now she has more to give, which is crazy because I'm pouring back into that marriage. And she truly will tell you now, Sean, for the first time in our life over the last year, I feel your love for me. And I'm like, fuck, what? It's crazy. But it's true. And now I, um, I'm never going to let that go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on that real hard because it's very important to me um, that this gets better and better in time. Because soon the good years where we have to take care of each other because we're, we're ailing. That shit's going to happen, man. And I want to enjoy these fantastic years, get built, mm. be strong for those later on down the road because money's not going to be the issue. It's going to be like our health and right. grandkids. So um, when she told me I wasn't the man of her dreams two years ago, and then about th- six months ago, she told me, you truly love me. I can feel your love for me. That's when I was like, fuck, I'm doing it. This is working and it's getting better. And everything else surrounding us has gotten better. So it's powerful. Mrs. Pollard, would you say that he is the man of your dreams now? And this is putting you on the spots. Yes? Yes, he is. I, I had to know. I had to know. Work yes. I t- I'll take that. I almost tear up because I've worked hard to become her man. Hard. He, he has. Like bullshit. And he still does. Pissing day. and moaning and swearing in the background. <laughs> I mean, I've worked very hard to become this man for her. And then it also it's made me a better leader for the company. Right. I mean, what a what a movement you guys have going, man. I mean, damn it, dude. I'm so fucking impressed. I really am. I really am. I mean, I had no idea. I had no idea. Couples, everything. You guys deserve everything you guys have, man. All of you all. And I'm so happy for you guys. I mean, what a beautiful couple. You're in great shape, by the way. I mean, making me feel like, shit, I got to go to the gym. But uh, thank you guys, both of you, so much. This has been an amazing... Yeah, I know. You see, I it, it was... Or is it... uh? Andy's wife. Somebody's working with The Rock. I know Andy is, but The Rock's trainer or whatever. He's in Andy there. Andy Jacqueline. Yeah, he's here. He's with us full time. He, we got Adam over here. They're building the fitness division. And you got a gym in the office. Yeah. That's awesome. like my dream, man. I, I was looking oh, for it's offices. It's great. great. She breaks away every uh, every day at noon with her personal trainer. That's a part of our fitness company. So it works out great. It's just everything. You know, it just saves time when you can go to the gym in your office, but Work for it. Anybody who wants this shit, go get it. This yes, is all sir. a dream. It was told Andy told us in Oklahoma. He goes, dude, we're gonna be in Arizona. I'm like, what? He's yeah, we're gonna go to Arizona. We're gonna have a gym in our office one day. And I was like, all right, let's go, let's go build, brother. So that's what we've done every Here day. you are four years later, right? Four years? Three years, three, three years, six three months. years later. That's Go encouraging on. for me, man. I'm excited because I'm just cool. getting I got a little bit, she doesn't know, but I've got a um a little baby version of this, but in its infancy, but Sean's been really, really uh, 
awesome and, and helping out. And my coach, we're in the same mastermind. My Andy is is Ryan Stuman, and I've got men like Sean and couples like you in my life. I'm very feel very blessed these days. You know, you don't know me, but six years ago I was homeless, drug addicted, strung out. My fiance I have now actually when I came back around was we had dated dated for a little bit way back when when we first got out of college uh she didn't want anything to do with me obviously in fact i have a message on facebook that says if you come to my graduation party from law school i'll call the police because i just got caught trying to break into a, my friend's house and it was craziness but i did a lot of nonsense but uh i got stories for days i'm a felon i mean all these things but when i met with her this time around it was to declare bankruptcy and she was just a friend of mine that was like feeling sorry for knew that I was coming back around and beaten. And she agreed to meet with me and told me not to declare bankruptcy because I could get out of it, even though I didn't think I could get out of it. And now had I done that, we wouldn't have the house we live in, the businesses I have, all the things that we have that now benefit her, that she had no idea would even impact her life in any way, shape or form. So That's seeing powerful. stuff like this is crazy you know what i mean and i know yeah, she's gonna me, love you it. just gave me chills brother yeah. i love that story that's the story we live for. that's beautiful dude that's badass i, I had no idea that's great yeah yeah, yeah come man. back it's a hell that's of a right. ride isn't it isn't yes it? sir Put yourself out and then come back on your own merit and then get around the right people it's everything yes sir 100 man and that's why i'm so hungry bro there's I, I i gotta go i gotta go now i don't have time i pissed away enough time i know what it feels like to hate yourself and to want to die and, and wish you weren't here. And, and you know that you are quite literally a burden on the people that you love. And they would actually be better off if you weren't around. There was a time I knew that. You know what I mean? And now I don't, I'm not a taker anymore. I can give. My father sits in the office next to me and I'm working on his real retirement. Real retirement. That's the exit. I'm going to retire that man. The guy, Billy, who sits across from me as a project manager in our company, was the first foreman I had when I got a job and I came back around had no vehicle, no nothing. I was getting rides. He gave me a chance. I'm able to give back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm just getting fucking started. So this well, movement dude, with ballers, I'm going to take off with that shit. You've, you've, I can feel it through this call right now. We're on Zoom, but the people that will be listening to this, I can feel your, I can see it, but I can feel it. That's why I think you and I resonate so well together. So I can feel your passion for people. And that's what draws me to men like you. It's cool to see, dude. I <laughs> said, so we have, crazy stories to tell one day we'll catch up on some shit because i can't wait man she's been through it all man she's been through it all with me i'll tell you some things about our past but um i'm glad i'm here man i'm glad we're together i love you guys so much thank you again love for you, coming on and i can't wait to uh we'll talk again here uh i'll probably hit you up later on brother Sounds thank good. you again for coming on congratulations on your wedding yes ma'am thank you so much all right guys you have a good one we'll catch you next time Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. We sure do appreciate it. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. And if you feel so inclined, please leave us a review. It is how new people find the show. Until next time, remember, there's always a seat at the table for business.